Welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm your host, Veronica Peretti. I'm an astrologer and a yoga teacher, and each week I let you know what's going on up there in the heavens so that you can dictate your fate down here on Earth. So before we get into the episode, I wanted to mention that I heard your requests. A lot of you said that you were interested in my new moon and full moon restorative rituals, but you were not interested in practicing yoga with me during the week. So I heard you. I get it. We started something new in online yoga club. It's called the moon membership, and you can join me monthly for the new moon and the full moon restorative rituals, and also get a guided meditation each month for the planetary season that we are in. If you were interested in joining me for those new moon and full moon rituals and getting a guided meditation each season, the moon membership is perfect for you. It's a great way for you to develop a relationship with the moon cycle. So I hope you'll join us. You can head over to my website, veronicaparetti.com slash moon membership, and I will link it up in the show notes below. Welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica, and this week we go from lots of air and fire to lots of water and earth. So for the past few weeks, we were working with a lot of air and fire energy, and that is the more yang energy. That's the more masculine energy, which is putting energy out into the world. Now we move into a lot of water and earth, which is a more yin energy. It's about receiving, allowing yourself to sit back and receive what's coming to you. So we might have expressed a lot of emotion and expressed a lot of anger. Tensions were super duper high last week. As you know, last week on the podcast, I talked a little bit about Roe v. Wade being overturned. Obviously, tensions in the collective are incredibly high right now because of so many things that are going on. Honestly, it's so overwhelming. I don't even know where to start or what to touch on. But I will mention that we do have our second hit of the Pluto return coming up on July 11th. So I think that that could be why we are experiencing this ratcheting up of tension that we've been experiencing the past few weeks. We also had all of those decisions come out of the Supreme Court the same week that we had Mars square Pluto. And remember, we are in that Pluto return. Pluto is where it is in the chart of the USA's birth. We just had the solar return for the US with July 4th. And with Pluto in the sky is on the Pluto in the natal chart of the USA. And then Mars coming through Aries squared that Pluto. So it really activated the Pluto return. And that was last week. So we saw the response to what was coming out of the Supreme Court with that Mars square Pluto. And we're going to continue to feel these things unpack as we continue to move through the Pluto return. But Definitely last week was a moment of intensity. And this week we downshift and we get to start to lick our wounds, process the emotions, 
move through some of the feelings and decide how we're going to move forward. What are we going to do about it? And we know that there are a lot of legal battles happening in various states. We see that there are a lot of different responses from activists and politicians and elected officials, etc. But for you, check in with how you're feeling. What do you need to do to take care of yourself? Now, it might mean that you're still so angry that you got to go out there and run it off. It might mean that you're exhausted. You have an emotional hangover. I am in your camp if that's how you feel. And that means that rest is going to be so, so important. If you need help resting, because that is a real thing that we all need help to do. We need someone to hold space for us to be able to rest in a conscious way. Then you might consider joining us in the moon membership because every month near the new moon and the full moon, I do a restorative ritual that helps you not only tune into the energy of the moon cycle, but really learn how to rest in a conscious way using elements of yoga, meditation, journaling, etc. So I really bring in all the things that I do in my own practice to take care of myself and my spirit. So I hope that you will join us in the moon membership. And if you have questions about it, you can always ask me. But this cancer season is so important to rest, especially because we've got some big things coming. Mars moves into Taurus this week. So we have Mars moving into Taurus and Mercury moving into Cancer. So again, more water and earth energy. And for the time being, this might feel good. It might feel like a place to rest and take a moment, catch your breath after everything that we've just been through before we move forward. Now that's nice, but Mars is going to have a tough journey in Taurus. For now, it's not going to be too bad but it's going to get tough later in July. By the way, welcome to July. This is our first podcast episode of a new month. So for now, we are in this fertile ground, lots of water and earth energy, good time to plant some seeds. What do you want to manifest? What do you want to grow for the second half of the year? We're still in that waxing period of this new moon in Cancer cycle. So we had the new moon last week, which is another reason we were feeling particularly emotional. And if you were too emotional to do your moon ritual, to do your new moon intention setting, you can still do it. In fact, Tuesday, we have Mars and Mercury moving into Taurus and Cancer. They're actually going to be sextiling one another, which means they're compromising. They're working together. They're finding creative solutions. And that's really nice energy for planting seeds. And this Wednesday, we have the first quarter moon in Libra. So this is a nice one for setting your intentions. We're also going to have a moon in Scorpio, which is another nice one for setting intentions. So if you didn't have the wherewithal to sit down and really think about what am I putting my energy toward over the next month, six months, whatever it is, second half of the year, because there was just too much energy last week and too much emotion. I am with you. I felt the same way. So I'm going to do my 
new moon intention setting this week because I just feel much more grounded this week. And we always want to do that from a place of feeling grounded and feeling like we are in touch with our deepest sense of self. We also have a lot of healing energy this week. We've got Venus making a sextile to Chiron and the sun squaring Chiron. So those are not easy aspects, but they are helpful in moving forward on our healing journey. So Venus sextile and Chiron might have you thinking about what are my values? What do I want to put my time, my energy, and my resources into? That's something that might be coming up for you on Wednesday or throughout the week. And then on Friday, the sun is going to square Chiron, illuminating the painful experiences that you have been through and illuminating how you can heal and move forward. You might find that a lot of things around your ability to individuate because Chiron is in Aries. It's all about being independent, standing on your own two feet. It might come up around family because the sun is, of course, in Cancer. That rules our roots, our lineage, our ancestry. So when it comes to healing, when it comes to Chiron, when it comes to our core wound, it's usually attached to something from our family of origin. So not surprising that that would be coming up, but certainly going to be amplified by the sun being in the sign of cancer. Now squares do encourage us to take action. So this is an invitation to do the healing work on Friday. So if you need to do some stuff with your therapist or get out your journal, or maybe it's taking a salt bath, but take action to help yourself feel better. And One of the things I find that we often do because we live in a culture that is so into hard work, hustle, let it be challenging, move through the pain. We often don't do the thing that's going to make us feel better. And when we feel better, it is much easier to get to work. So I want you to take action to do the thing that's going to make you feel better this week, especially on Friday when the sun squares Chiron. So that means taking a little extra time to do a salt bath or ice an injury or get a massage or take a few minutes to do some self-massage with the balls. I use the yoga tune-up balls. I love that. These are things that we often push to the side. And we say, it's okay. I don't need the extra time. I don't need the extra care. But Sun Square Chiron says, no, take the action so that you can feel good. Because when you feel good, it's going to make it easier to take care of others in your life and to do the work that you need to do. And Lord knows we got a lot of work to do, right? Saturday, we have Mercury Square Jupiter. So The early part of the week, you might be settling in, feeling into your emotions, processing, licking your wounds. And then Mercury square Jupiter on Saturday might make you feel like you want to express how you're feeling in some way because Jupiter amplifies. And again, squares encourage action. Now, Mercury in Cancer, it is a place where mercury doesn't necessarily have the words to express what it's feeling and that can be challenging 
It can be a little moody. It means that the way you express yourself could change every two, two and a half days when the moon changes signs. It's a place where you might get passive aggressive with your communication style. You might expect other people to read your mind. There might be a desire for quiet time, alone time, a desire to rest and repair your nervous system. If you're not getting that, you might get a little snappy. There's a reason that cancer is the crab. So make sure that you take care of yourself and do what you need to do because I know for myself when I'm not getting enough alone time, there's too much sensory overload. Like this weekend, we were at a friend's house for four nights. By the last morning, I was just crabby. I was really needing to be in my own surroundings, doing my own thing, and I needed less peopling, a lot more quiet time. And so I started to get a little snappy. So if you notice that in yourself, then just remember, oh, Mercury's in Cancer, and my mind is answering to my emotions, and that means that I might need to take a moment, take a breather, and tend to my heart before I communicate with others. Now with Mars and Taurus, there can often be sustainable energy and motivation and a desire to put your head down and get to work. And it's also a great time for building habits, but there's a sense of frustration because Mars wants to go fast and get there as quickly as possible. That's his MO. And when he's in Taurus, Taurus likes to go slow and steady. So there can be a sense of restlessness or frustration with Mars and Taurus. So that can lead to, with all of this cancer energy, with the sun and Mercury and cancer, there might be a frustration that gets acted out in the way that you communicate with others. So be aware of that as well. It's going to be a busy season for Mars later in his journey through Taurus. He will meet up with the North Node. He will meet up with Uranus and he will have a square with Saturn. All of that is going to be pretty challenging, but it's all going to be taking place toward the end of the month, really August 1st. So we'll talk about it once we get closer to it. But for now, great time for putting some new habits into place. Great time for asking yourself, what do you want to do on a regular basis in a slow and steady way? Because Mars and Taurus is really good for implementing things that will grow in a sustainable way over time. I'm so glad you're here listening to the Essential Astrocast, but I know that sometimes it can feel really overwhelming and hard to follow along. So thanks to other listeners, I created the Astro Cheat Sheet. You can save it in the photos on your phone. And as we move through, and if you wonder what is associated with Aquarius, what does Mars rule? you can turn to the Astro Cheat Sheet. So if you want one, you can head on over to astrocheatsheet.com and download your copy. Back to Mercury Square Jupiter. On Saturday, you might be feeling your like your emotions and your thoughts are amplified. Uh, everything is made bigger by Jupiter. And Mercury in 
Cancer will be answering to the moon in Scorpio. And the moon in Scorpio can be particularly in tune with their emotions as well. They can also be desiring of private time and pulling back. All the water signs desire a pull inward to tend and take care of themselves. Whereas if you have um, planets in air signs, they might desire to connect and talk it through. When we have a lot of planets in water signs, we have a desire to turn inward and pull away from the world sometimes. So pay attention to yourself and how you're feeling and really ask for what you need during this time. And most importantly, give yourself the space to honor what you're needing, to give yourself the rest that you're needing. It's cancer season. It is the time of year when the sun is shining and the days are long and hot. And if you just need to chill out in your air-conditioned living room or sit under an umbrella and read a book, give yourself the space to do that if you have the luxury to do that. And if you don't, give yourself the extra five minutes to do the self-care, whether it's taking a bath or icing that injury or catching a few moments in meditation. Find your space. And I promise that when you find that space for yourself, you're going to be a much nicer person to the people in your life that you love and that you work with. So again, the theme for the week is that we're moving from air and fire, which is all about being a visionary, having ideas, having passion, pushing energy out into the world. We're moving into earth and water. It's about manifestation. It's about what's happening in reality. It's about things that are tangible. It's about processing emotion. So we're in a period of making things happen. Yes, we're taking all of the energy from the past few weeks and channeling it in some way. Earth and water signs are great at manifesting, particularly earth signs. So we are doing that. Now we are going to have that second hit of the Pluto return, and that is going to be July 11th. So the last time when Pluto came to that exact point where Pluto is in the chart of the USA, we had Venus and Mars together with that Pluto. That was February 20th. This time we have Venus conjunct the natal Mars of the USA chart. So Venus is in Gemini asking us about what do we value and coming to visit that Mars in Gemini in the seventh house of the USA chart, which is open enemies. So what do we value? What is important? What do we value in our partnerships? And how are we going to negotiate with the people that are on the other side of the table from us? And that is something we're talking about in the collective in the chart for the U.S., not for you personally. Uh, Those are some themes that we might see going around collectively in our politics and in our society. We also have Saturn on the moon, and the moon represents the people in the USA chart, and Saturn represents restriction. And of course, what we saw come out of the Supreme Court last week is a restriction on the people, and the moon, of course, along with Venus, represents the divine feminine in the chart. So that is pretty obvious what we're seeing there. The next Pluto return, the last exact hit of it, will be at the end of the year. 
And that is when we'll have Mars retrograde conjunct the natal Uranus. And that will be very interesting. This is a long-term thing. We're going to be feeling this Pluto return really until 2024. We'll be done with the exact hits of it at the end of 2022, but it's going to take a few months and years really for Pluto to get away from that 27 degrees Capricorn. So I do think it'll lighten up in some ways when Pluto enters Aquarius, but I think that will also bring other complications and other Plutonian themes into the collective. So we'll pay attention to that, but just know the intensity right now. This is our second hit of the Pluto return, July 11th. We're feeling it. We've been feeling it coming. It's been percolating. And as I always tell you, we chose to be here. We chose to incarnate at the times that we chose to incarnate so that we would be here at this moment so that we could take the actions that we need to take so that we could be a part of laying the groundwork for the next 250 years for this country and for all of the other countries around the world and for all of the cycles that you are in. We chose to be here for this unprecedented time that we are living in. And of course, there are lots of good things. And I know we focus on the things that are tense and because that's where our mind goes as humans. We always go to the negative, but there are many good things. There are studies that show that we are living in the safest time on earth. We have modern medicine. We have technology. You get to listen to me through this magical device called a smartphone and take me on your walk or in the car. We have electric vehicles. We have so many things. There are so many things at our disposal that are making the world a better, kinder, more compassionate place. There's more space and understanding for people who are choosing to live their life in the way that they want to live it, even if there are elected officials that are trying to rein in those rights. And this is the last call of the patriarchy. You know, it's Pluto at the very last degrees of Capricorn. Capricorn rules hierarchies and the patriarchy. And so this is the last call. And we have to just do some work to make sure that the next generation is protected and supported. And so thanks for listening. I rambled a bit at the end, but I hope you followed along and I am definitely in the fields this week. The Mars and Taurus definitely making me feel a little bit drowsy and slow moving, but hopefully by the end of this week, that Mercury square Jupiter gives us a little bit of a lift. And finally on Sunday, we will have the sun sextile Uranus, which is getting pretty close to that north node so a little bit of excitement maybe some changes mix up your routine lastly if you are not on my email list you definitely should be on there go to astrocheatsheet.com to sign up but also head on over to my website to check out the blog post that accompanies each of these podcast episodes because I do the highlights for the week. So I let you know what's happening each day in the highlights. So that's helpful if you're one of those people who has a notebook and you're trying to catch 
wait, when does Mercury move into Cancer or when does the Sun square Chiron? So you'll have the highlights right there. And then you don't have to take notes. You can just enjoy my voice while you're driving in the car or taking a nice walk. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening. It's such an honor to be here in your ears every week. If you like the show, I hope that you take the time to rate and review it either on Apple or Spotify. And if you have a friend who you think might like the show, you can share this episode with them right from your podcast feed. All right. I'll talk to you next week.